Welcome to the reading of the story of immortality from the Brahma Kumaris World Spiritual University in London. The story of immortality is a fascinating tale of a seeker whose spiritual journey is woven from the factual truth of who we are, where we're coming from, where we're headed, and what we need to do. Many new points about our spiritual journey will be revealed, so listen with an open mind until the end of the story and see yourself on this journey. It is recommended that you listen in silence and stillness so that your mind is clear and quiet. Today's reading is the continuation of chapter 2 of the story and includes the teachings. Today, you will be able to answer the following six questions. 1. What is the function of the intellect? 2. What is another name for it? 3. How can you ensure that the intellect always bears fruits of contentment? 4. Describe a sensible person. 5. What is the cause of arrogance of the intellect? And what is the result? 6. How do you become a detached observer? As a result, which power emerges? Power of the intellect. The mind creates thoughts as seeds for actions. However, the soul requires a very good intellect to understand, discern, and decide. The intellect works as a mechanism to give sustenance to the seeds of thoughts that are created. Pure thoughts are elevated. When elevated thoughts are sustained, the quality of the intellect is open, clean, and broad, and is described as a golden vessel. When wasteful and degraded thoughts are sustained, the quality of the intellect is locked, impure, and narrow, and is described as an iron or stone vessel. The intellect is the eye through which there is recognition of the physical and subtle abilities of the soul. The intellect has the ability to discern truth from falsehood and to understand spiritual knowledge 
from material knowledge. This is why the intellect is also called the voice of conscience. In between the creation of a thought and the doing of an action, the voice of conscience intervenes. What is the meaning of this? Shall I do it like this or like that? Should I do it with that person or the other? The intellect could sustain the seed of thought by taking water of knowledge and sunshine of power from the Father, which ensures that the seed bears elevated fruit that gives contentment. Or the intellect could sustain the seed of thought with the support of physical facilities and the energy of human beings, in which case the seed will bear fruit that leads to temporary satisfaction and dependency. It is the intellect that decides which direction to take. Everything depends on the quality of the intellect. There is value given to the intellect. It is said that when the human intellect becomes insolvent, then one is declared as spiritually bankrupt. The lock of ignorance on some souls' intellects is so strong that they continue to make mistakes in life. Some souls have the strength of concentration to stabilize their intellects instantly, whereas others try so hard, but nothing remains in their intellect. It keeps wandering in all directions. Now, at this time, by knowing the quality of the intellect, you act after considering everything and understanding its consequence. So there is no need for regret. You are now receiving enlightenment. All the spiritual secrets of the whole of humanity are being told to you. The intellect is remembering all the knowledge of what you were and of what you are becoming. It is human beings who have to understand this. Animals will not understand. Knowledge means understanding. A sensible person is someone who achieves success by understanding how to do everything at the right time. The sign of being sensible is that you are never deceived. And the sign of being enlightened is that your intellect is always clean and clear. Those with a clean and clear intellect would never say of their own actions, 
I do not know why I did this. Sensible and enlightened souls can never speak these words. As they would value their every thought, word, and action. The wise intellect is deep and subtle and uses knowledge, powers, and virtues in every action. A stagnant, baby-like intellect is of little use. When the soul is seated on its seat of self-respect, there is love and humility in the intellect. The intellect of the soul should be broad and unlimited and full of love and humility. Arrogance of the intellect is when there is selfish interest. When your intellect is caught up in any type of confusion, you must realize that you definitely have one or another form of the limited consciousness of I and mine. When there is this consciousness of I, the intellect spins around in ego and arrogance or being insulted and rejected. When there is the consciousness of mine, the intellect gets caught up in various forms of attachments to people and possessions. To have the consciousness of I and mine means there is a lack of self-respect and self-worth. To think my name will be defamed or I'm being insulted is called confusion in the intellect. Once the ego becomes involved in this way, then no matter how much you try to put yourself right, you will continue to be confused. To be free from the limitations of I and mine is to become a detached observer. To be a detached observer is to clear your intellect. Whether it is anything good or bad, clear it from your intellect by handing it over to the Father. Speak to the Father with honesty and become light. This will keep the discernment power of the intellect clean and clear and decisions will be timely and accurate. Do listen next week for the continuation of the Seeker's Journey. Om Shanti which means I am a peaceful soul and so I acknowledge all listeners too as peaceful souls. Oh, Shanti.